This episode of the Mother Loving Future Show is brought to you by Amber Lestrange and Jenna Penrose with JMO 5000 Productions. Welcome to the Mother Loving Future Show. You're here with Amber and Jenna, and today we're discussing wardrobe therapy. For show notes, more on wardrobe therapy, or to sign up for some more MLF goodness, check out our website, themotherlovingfuture.com. All right, Jenna. You know what I'm going to request? A definition. Yeah. I got this. Okay. So my definition of wardrobe therapy is moving towards uh, a style that accurately depicts your inner world to the outer world. Yes. Okay, great. And so do you think you do that with your style? I think I try. I don't, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm sure there's others who do it better. Like, I don't think I'm like the best or anything, but I try. Good. So you have intention behind your wardrobe choices. Yes. Yes, I do. Yes. I actually have like competing intentions now that you're like really asking me. What do you mean? And Explain like one further. intention is to express myself authentically. And then one intention is to be comfortable. Great. Yeah, yeah. me too. Yeah. So those are the two that I'm contending with. Okay. And how do you feel in moments where you just slap whatever on? And you I, leave the house. I don't, I, I like don't want to go to Whole Foods because I'm afraid I'm going to see someone I know. Because you can't go to Whole Foods without well, seeing someone you know. Well, it is Whole Foods Venice. Know, and we all know. The mothership. <laughs> that is the trendiest Whole Foods yes, in the America. It is, it is the mothership. People go to Whole Foods just to pick up. I'm telling you. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, so I won't go to Whole Foods if I just slap it together. <laughs> so I'm interested to know how that affects how you feel about yourself. It, it really does. It affects how I feel about myself. How? I feel like, just trying to really get down to like Mis- how it Misinterpreted, maybe? Yeah, I feel like I have a sense of who I want to be in the world and who I am in the world. And, um, you know, I just, I guess it comes down to wanting the validation that, that that's what I am, you know? So at the root of it, are you maybe afraid that you're being misinterpreted? Um, yeah. Or not seen? Yeah. Misinterpreted and not seen, I guess. Yeah. Isn't that fascinating? The power behind color, shape, fabric, the choices we make. I think that we can subcon- we're subconsciously or consciously sending out a message in what we choose to wear. And I think the most powerful way just for me personally, is to choose uh, uh, clo- items of clothing that is a true extension of who I am authentically or what I want to move into mm-hmm. in the world. And that way, the people who are receiving that information are getting an accurate um, idea mm-hmm. of what I'm representing, who I am. Mm-hmm. And if I if, if, if it's not intentional and say... We're talking about you just slapping something together. If I just put on whatever, I, I kind of get this awkward feeling that they're not really receiving my message or getting me or they think I'm someone I'm not or I can't really shine because 
my energy wants to shine, but my clothes are doing the opposite. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? It's just crazy as I hear you talking because I, I totally agree, but it's like, why does our clothes affect us that much? You know, because like the inner light should be something so much deeper than whatever because our clothes are. Colors and shape, line, fabric, they all have vibration. Mm-hmm. Not only that, we have a subconscious or conscious association with colors and, and with lines. Do you think it is like that what we are feeling is like almost like a feedback from our environment and like the level of validation and the level of judgment that we're getting from our environment? Or do you think it's really coming from within us? I don't know the answer to this. Is it really coming from within us that that we're not feeling good? No, I think you have to ask yourself, do you judge someone depending on what they're wearing? Like be really honest. Okay, my true honest, it's like if somebody slaps something together and goes to Whole Foods, I'm likely to not notice them. There we go. But if if someone's like really put together, then I'm I'm likely to notice them. That's it. And when you notice them, there's a specific um, reaction you have. You mm-hmm. either want to move towards them mm-hmm. because they're looking vibrant and interesting and fresh and bouncy, mm-hmm. or you want to move away from them because they look stiff and serious and, mm-hmm. and like angry or something. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying is that there is power behind the choices we make in, in our wardrobe. Mm-hmm. And it's just a matter of dissecting that and understanding it so we can move through the world as an accurate representation to who we really are to avoid any type of, um, any type of misinterpretation. I, I also, re- on a bigger level as well, I think that just what we're talking about has the ability to shape your world to a degree. Mm-hmm. Just that idea about you attract what you put out. So if if I'm, for example, feeling bouncy and 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 confident and fresh um, one day, I will naturally gravitate towards an item that represents that. So I'm in alignment with what I'm putting out, how I'm being seen. So naturally, I have about 30 jumpsuits in my wardrobe. She's wearing one now. I'm currently wearing a stripy overall, linen overall. (laughs) So because I'm gravitating towards play suits and jumpsuits, because I really feel they're an extension of a true part of myself. I feel they're comfortable, they're casual, but they're also kind of like fun and playful. And um, I've noticed you like linen a lot. Yeah. Because there's an element of sophistication with the playfulness. There's also such a, to me, like linen, like crumples so easily. So it's like also this like casualness. And softness. Softness, yeah. yeah. So... Uh, so I choose my jumpsuit and I go out into the world and I'm, I'm feeling good because I'm feeling f- the jumpsuit and me are kind of bouncing off each other and keeping each other fresh and playful, mm-hmm, which mm-hmm. is something I want happen, to, <laughs> which is something I want to put out into the world. I think that's a fun, positive thing to put out. Right. So I go out and then someone else who resonates and relates to that vibe and message is going to notice me and be like, oh, she, she looks like someone from my tribe. Mm-hmm. I'm not afraid to go say hi. Or I'm going to ask her where she got that. Good or, way to find your tribesmen. See, there we go. So what you're putting out, you're attracting back. And just to add another point, your self-dialogue, it makes so much of a difference in your life, you know? And if you feel good, you're likely to be like, yeah, I'm cool. I'm going to go out and take the world. And if you don't feel good, you, ha- you begin to habituate into you a self-dialogue hide. of like, I need to hide. I'm mm-hmm. not good enough. I don't want to be seen. Well, that's another incredible way that we can use wardrobe as moving into something we want to feel. So for instance, 
when I understand the power of color and, and shape and styles. So on the days where I'm feeling kind of invisible and I'm feeling really down or flat or whatever it may be, and I'm wanting to move into a more vibrant, happy space, I will intentionally choose something a little more bright and vibrant and playful so I can adapt to that and move into that. And other times I want to stay invisible and I don't want anyone to look at me and I'm feeling really grumpy and I'll just naturally gravitate towards slapping on an old black t-shirt and some jeans and not even thinking about it because I'm wanting to just be not seen that day. Totally. And, and that's therapeutic as well because I'm allowing those emotions to breathe and to live and I'm not trying and to change them, them necessarily. Yeah, I'm way. just expressing them and then it's over. I'm, I'm over them and moving into something else. Mm-hmm. So what do you, what do you, how do you see that different colors um, affect different? Okay. Well, let's do a little experiment. When I see someone wearing, cause it's not just a color. It's also the, the form, the lines that the color come with. So if I see someone, a girl walking into a room with a beautiful white flowing dress on, I instantly have an association with that shape and that color as light, feminine, clean, pure, clean, um, open and approachable. So before that person has even opened their mouth, I have slapped on my association with that visual because, you know, we're peacocks. We're, we're designed to, to... Especially Amber. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. No, peacocks are beautiful birds. <laughs> the men. Well, that's not, true. not the lady peacocks. <laughs> well, then, yeah, that's true. I didn't, that was not an insult. But nature has it so that, you know, nature designs the creatures to attract their mate. So we don't have to try to reject the power of intentionally dressing ourselves up or choosing beautiful things because it's part of our nature, mm-hmm. right? To attract the world we want and the partners and the friends, whatever we want. Um, so that's kind of what I associate with white. Um, and then, okay, say we are out at a bar and we see a woman who is wearing a tight, bright red short dress with bright red lipstick, uh, what is your association with that bold red in a tight I mean, when you put it like that, it's like the red light district of Amsterdam or something. (laughs) Well, that's your subconscious association with it, right? But it's like, but okay. So, but as you're expressing this, it's like, you could also so heavily misinterpret it based on that, you know? Because what if it's me in a Halloween costume and I'm like the purest person ever, but like, you you know, you think I'm a streetwalker. No, but that's the power of it. Have you noticed that on Halloween or dress up parties, when people move into colors and styles, they become that character and people do it to be able to express that part of themselves where they don't usually give themselves permission to express. Yeah, you may be right. A lot of women kind of dress sexy because that's their kind of opportunity to not be judged for it and they dress up as sexy devils or whatever it is see i, I love dressing up like a hot dog i'm gonna dress up like a sexy devil <laughs> I know. You're, i'll you're, be like the i'll be like you'll the be my french fries and i'll be the, the hot dog <laughs> that's what i think sexy these days yeah. but what i'm saying is that their move their they feel i don't want to say them we feel like we can express parts of ourself depending on what that 
style is evoking in us. So if I was to wear a sexy fitted red bright dress with tight short with bright red lips, I know for a fact I would be channeling that what that represents for me, power, sexuality, seduction, all of those things. And in moments of my life, when I feel like I'm lacking that element within myself, maybe it's therapy for me to consciously choose that for date night. And that way I can explore that and move into that and maybe activate that part of myself, which I feel like I want to, I want to play with that. I see that point. Totally. And Yeah. So, okay, great. So you think you're being, you, you think the choices you make in your wardrobe are <laughs> she's really. Like, she's looking at me like, you seriously think that the choices you no, make. No, 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 okay. no, I'm not. I'm okay, saying, okay. no, I'm saying you mentioned before. Yeah. The choices that you make are a true representation of you. Yeah, I think so. What message are you, do you have on loudspeaker in the choices that you make? How are you wanting to be interpreted? Okay, well, there's a couple. There's a couple of factors that I think really play into like my style. Mm-hmm. Um, one is, shall I say, historical perspective in the sense of like, just really activated like past life aspects of myself. So I think I've seen like, from my own perspective. Okay, I've seen fashion through many ages. So I just have a sense of like these. Uh, historical moments that that really pique my interest sometimes, like different types of fabrics and um, things that maybe are like more historical and and beautiful throughout the ages and timeless. Um, And then the other thing that I'm really trying to go for with my style is, um, shall we say, don't think I'm crazy. The philosopher. The philosopher. Well, sure. It's just, yeah, like the philosopher. Yes. That's a good way to say it. The intellect. Yes. And like trying to, yes. Yes, the philosopher and like the intellect and just, you know. Says Jenna now, by the way, (laughs) with a beautiful brown, what is that, felt? Beautiful brown, light brown felt blazer with a collared shirt. And it's I very mean, collegiate. You look like very collegiate. Yeah, you look like you're a college philosopher. Yeah, and I want to be that. Like that is my dream. Like I want to be like the college philosophy professor. Like that's my style. Like I'm <laughs> into that. You know, amazing. Yeah. So isn't that fascinating? You want the world to see you like that. So you're subconsciously moving into that character. And the truth is, that's how I truly see myself. You know, like I truly see myself as like an academic intellectual. Like I would like to be a professor of philosophy at some point, you know, in the future. Okay. So say that you were an actress and you had an audition for the, um, seductress. I wouldn't wouldn't even see this is a, we're getting into why I would never be an actress. I know, but, but we're having a hypothetical situation (laughs) here Okay, and you had to wear something really revealing and tight Mm -hmm. for the audition and you've got the heels on and you've got the dress out and you're walking out of your car to the audition. Mm -hmm. How are you feeling right now in your body? Well, I would totally feel sexy in my body, you know, if that, that's how I wanted to feel. But say you say you wanted to be the philosopher, this is you, but oh. you're being forced to wear something that you don't relate <clears throat> okay, to whatsoever. So and you heavily don't want to be hypothetical. Seen. Yeah. Um, if I didn't want to be seen, so you mean it's against my will now yes, that I'm like yes. dressed up this way? Because you want the job, but it's not like you relate at all 
to being this like okay sexy. well so i will just say like in the, if i was in this situation i would just quit my job and like get a different job but like so it makes you feel heavily, that uncomfortable i wouldn't compromise myself like that just personally you know like i and not that i think it's necessarily a compromise but just like for me i feel so uncomfortable like the the level of discomfort is just negates that as a possibility for me See, that, that's what i wanted to get into so for instance i go to castings and auditions Mm -hmm. and i get a character brief Mm -hmm. and you know say i have to wear be a banker and i have to wear something super conservative and pull my hair back and um do basically the opposite to how i am in the world and how i want to be perceived when i have to move into that character i feel so uncomfortable because there is something on in a deeper level in me that feels I'm going against against who I really am mm-hmm. and that and I'm being interpreted as someone that I'm totally not mm-hmm. and there's just something so overwhelming for me totally. just to wear a pair of shoes I don't like like a pointy toe and like, even a pair of shoes that I associate about, with being conservative I want to vomit on them just saying how about if you had a job where you had to be that sexy thing or you were wearing like the short skirt I would be and, like, I, I would be really uncomfortable I'd you'd probably, be uncomfortable yeah I'd probably wear a big trench coat over it so I don't have to walk across the road and people be wolf whistling at me and once I'm in the room I can get into the character and then I don't want to be seen and the second I get home I'm going to put on my jeans and a shirt Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm just what I'm wanting to explore is how wearing something that if if we're subconsciously just slapping on whatever and don't understand the power behind our wardrobe pieces we can be perpetuating a discomfort within ourselves. And not only that, but attracting things into our sphere that we don't necessarily want. And they're not our vibration. That's a really good point. So, yeah, it's interesting. But I I just know, like, you know, there are circumstances when you're at a friend's house and you fall in the pool and you have to borrow their clothes and you wear something your friend just gives you and you just can't wait to get home to put on your item. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? I mean, I'm for me, the biggest, if that was the, really the situation, the biggest issue would be like if the material was itchy or something like, I, I mean, discomfort. Yeah. Discomfort. Okay. All right. So what style does impress you on people? Like you don't necessarily want to dress this way, but it mm-hmm. really catches your eye and you're impressed by it and it inspires you. What is that element? Okay. So what really inspires me is, um, two things. Number one, authenticity mm-hmm. and like really true authenticity. And I can suss out the difference if you are really being authentic or if you're just trying to be that style. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like the real, real, like uh, not normal kind of authentic, you know. It's just original. Original. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then the other thing that really strikes me is beauty. Like really true beauty, you know, like beautiful. What's your definition? I think it's like this historical definition. I'm not even saying like physical beauty, but I'm like saying of the clothes. Like if like clothes are beautifully well tailored and it fits perfectly and like the materials are gorgeous and the cuts are gorgeous and like that type of thing. Mm. So you're appreciating an art piece. I'm appreciating the art of the the fashion. Yeah. Mm, Great. I like beauty and I also like authenticity. That's excellent. <laughs> Lucky you're beautiful and authentic. Uh, so are so you. You're loving yourself. No. <laughs> yeah, same for me. Uh, completely speaking to your point of originality, 
it really impresses me when someone is thinking outside the mold of what is in right now and what's trendy and they're moving completely from their own ideas. For me, that is expressing so much more into their environment than just a cool original shirt or whatever they're wearing. It's speaking for, it's giving other people permission to be original. It's giving other people permission to think outside the box. It's real. I go home and I'm like, hmm, yeah, she was rocking that. That was so cool. I haven't even seen someone wear it like that before. And it, it, it makes, because it impresses me so deeply. I'm like, I can do that. Like, I'm going to wear that vintage crazy jacket that has sat in my wardrobe that I've never had the guts to wear because it was, it really inspired me today when that mm-hmm. girl was wearing that. And mm-hmm. I'm going to inspire someone too and be original like that too. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's like, there's just so much a ripple effect. Totally. There's so much pressure on us to like fit in, you know, fit into the mold, fit into society, fit in, fit in, fit in from the time that we're like in school, you know? So to see somebody like really not caring about fitting in and just like going for what truly makes them happy is so inspiring on so many levels. Yeah. And it also doesn't stop it. I know this is a podcast just directed to wardrobe, but really it goes into hair and makeup and... You are your own lifestyle brand. (laughs) Yes, exactly. And I really think that it does shape our reality to a degree, whether we realize it or not. Mm -hmm. For instance, I'll never forget this time I went to a dress-up party because crazy stuff always happens at dress-ups party, dress-up parties because people lose their inhibitions Mm -hmm. because they're channeling the character Mm -hmm. or the person that they're dressed up as. So I have curly blonde hair for people who don't know. At this dress-up party, I had a black straight long head wig with bangs and um, I remember going to this party, which all my friends were at, but no one recognized me because I guess they associated so deeply with me with my wild hair. Because your hair is very characteristic. That's it. Which another fascinating thing I want to remind me to talk about this next is how I think our natural physical attributes are truly an extension of our essence. Mm-hmm. And I want to and I want to know whether we move into that or whether that just is true. Mm-hmm. Next, remind me. Mm-hmm. So I get to this party and I've got this wig on and I just feel this energy in the room coming towards me and. Within the first 10 minutes, I had women approaching me and hitting on me, which I never, ever have. Women never come up to me. Like lesbians? Yes, yes. Or like... We we just had a normal party and like just all the lesbians just like came to... Kind of, yeah. Like women were moving towards me and way people felt they could be um, sexually kind of inappropriate with me. And I just had this sexual seething energy um, circulating around me all night. And I was thinking about it. And there is a, a society, I think, has an association with the black bangs, long hair, as we've labeled it somewhere through um, history as a dominatrix style um, figure. Like a stamp. Okay, so I have bangs and long dark hair. Yeah, but it's Do not, I don't, no, 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 no. I don't not no, no, go no. in I'm for the dark. I'm talking about. I'm talking about dead straight, straight black, black bangs and long hair. There is a subconscious association yeah, okay. with like seduction mm-hmm. and dark kind of dominatrix style okay. stuff. 
because it was an experiment and I did it that night and I've never had that type of reaction before. And it's fascinating because I get my hair, I, not anymore, but I used to get my hair straightened for jobs sometimes. And I noticed that when I got my hair straightened, I attracted a completely different type of attention yeah. and different type of man. And not only that, I couldn't, I didn't feel like I could be myself. It was, it, it just bamboozled me to such a strange degree. <laughs> Nothing in my wardrobe suited me. I was, I couldn't find I'm anything. I'm just picturing you right now with straight hair in your outfit. You'd look so cute. <laughs> mm. <laughs> See, I've got such resistance to it because yeah. my your, hair, your natural hair feels is like, phenomenal. But it feels like a true extension of who I am. Yeah. If it, my hair is like crazy and curly and bouncy and I feel kind of bouncy and crazy and mm-hmm. all over the place and a bit of a kind of clown mm-hmm. and that's what my hair represents. So I'm wondering if I my personality my is shaped towards my physical attributes or vice versa. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like long and dark and tangled. <laughs> And that's how I am in life. I'm dark and tangled. Yeah, seriously. I'm just trying to untangle some dark knots over here. Jenna, I'm so impressed. Jenna cut herself bangs. Now let's talk about it for a second. I know. It was the most amazing moment ever. I wish I had Insta-storied it. But if I had, I would have messed it up. So what are you moving into? Um, I have always liked bangs. Always. Why? I'm just, I just love bangs. Why? I like the way it shapes my face. I like... I feel like I look better with them. What are bangs? When you see bangs, what do you associate with bangs? Quirkiness uh, or like, uh, is it from a period or? No, I think truly for me, I just like the way it shapes my face. I like to have them on my brow. I just, I, I just think it looks better. I, I just, to me, it just shapes my face better. See, that's another thing to consider. If yeah. you want to feel great in your wardrobe, really clearly considered practical um, aspects like the shape of your body, Mm -hmm. the shape of your face, what works best for you. Mm -hmm. Because the more you feel great in what you're wearing, the more you're going to radiate that confidence and then change what you're attracting into your space. And then that shapes your whole life. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that phase you went through when you were wearing those glasses Mm -hmm. with no lenses. I know. (laughs) I just wish I was still going through that phase, but just too many people thought I was weird and... It was going against how you wanted to be seen in the world. Because I wanted to be received as like really wearing glasses. Like, like intellectual. I, I did not want to be perceived as like the crazy person, person that just wears glasses without lenses in them for no good reason. <laughs> but, tell, but what was the initial draw towards those glasses? It's just this deep inside me. I feel like I am like this philosopher, like intellectual person that should be like wearing glasses like that. <laughs> But I have perfect the people, vision. The people I, actually thought that's that crazy person wearing glasses with no lenses. And you're like, oh, that's kind of going against that's going everything, everything I'm trying yeah, to so put out like, there. Freaking. Do you think you don't want to be seen as crazy to have your truth validated and taken yeah. seriously? I think I come from like a very intellectual academic family that really values that. And um, I believe all of my philosophical, current philosophical view, viewpoints to be like academically valid because I've seen proof. I'm a very evidence-based person too. Like I, I've seen proof for what I believe. And I know that everyone else hasn't seen it, but I've seen it. So I think that, um, I, I feel like I'm more powerful in my position as like evidence-based type of philosopher. Okay. So great. Do you think that 
that then change like shapes your world in some way do you think that that's going to attract a certain type of person like an intellectual kind of philosopher type of person so then you end up creating a tribe around you of people who are like-minded and can relate to each other because simply they're drawn Mm. towards you because of what you're representing in your style yeah I mean I don't think so actually I don't think that's really happened you haven't I mean come on let's let's think back to your Paris days where you were all about your style okay so in my Paris days when I was all about my style yes it did happen and there was all this like Parisian intellectual philosophical people that I was friends with great so did you were they there because you were putting yourself out as that and yeah. so they were attracted to it's you? not even that I was intentionally putting myself out there it's like that is what I what was you were channeling, that's yeah. what I was like I was studying philosophy I lived in Paris I was 18 like I legitimately wore black berets like I legitimate you know You're so cute yeah. we wouldn't have been friends back then <laughs> maybe maybe not we would have oh we just would have been ships in the night I think yeah I was a bit crazy back then we're, we're all crazy in our own ways uh, yeah, I don't know. I think we would have been friends. I think like I, I was friends with all types of people always. Okay, so let's talk about what types of approaches you use to nail your style. So, okay, I'm going to ask myself that question because okay. I've got a great yeah, idea tell on me, this. Tell me. So lately I've been so, I've just decided that I want to be a minimalist as much as I can. She's the most maximum minimalist <laughs> I have ever seen. That's so not true. It's so, well, I mean, like your house is gorgeous. It's not exactly empty. Well, I'm trying to minimalize everything because my whole theory is I want every single thing in my life and in my wardrobe to be intentional and to light me up. And if that thing doesn't light me up when I put it on, I discard it and I throw it away. So I go to my wardrobe and Honestly, probably every six weeks I do a sweep of my closet and I hold every single item of clothing up and I say, when did I last wear this? And if it's been more than a year or two, I put it away. I I like put it in the discard pile and I hold up and and I say, does this light me up and make me feel good? No, throw it away. And I do that every six weeks. I kind of feel like I'm refining my style a little bit more. I'm into something and over something else. So I find it works really well to only have pieces in my wardrobe that light me up. And in every department, not just your daily wear, but workout, um, evening wear, pajama zone, all of that, because I want to feel good in every compartment of my life. I don't want to feel great just when I'm out on date nights. I want to feel great during the day. I don't want to feel great just during the day. I want to feel good when I'm working out. And that's another thing. If I have cool workout gear that I feel really good in, that incites me to work out. Mm -hmm. So I just think for me, it works to really be lit up with every item I have, even my socks, even my undies. I want it to be like, oh, this feels good. And same For instance, I feel like there needs to be a little more romance in my life. I may get something that inspires me to be a little bit more romantic with Carrie. Maybe a cute little number here or there, a little bit laced in all the right places. So we can use style as something that really um, activates and evokes a part of ourselves that may be sleeping that we want to explore. How about um, you and your wardrobe? What's your relationship with your wardrobe right now? I mean, I like my wardrobe and, um, you know, I think 
I think for me, how I choose my clothes is I find pieces that are like really, that I just, that call to me and then I just have them and then I wear them. And like there, I also have had some pieces just to contradict. I've had some pieces in my wardrobe that I got a really long time ago and I maybe have never even worn them that much, but I'm like certain, like on this deep gut knowing level that their day will come. <laughs> and I have to say on several, spoken of the, like a true addict. So on several of those cases, their day has come. It and was I've just been, one day, but it came. No, no, no. Like, um, I'll show you a jacket after this that like its day is still here. And like, I didn't wear it for a long time and now I wear it all the time. Great. Do you think Jesse's style? I um, think I choose all his clothes. Affected your courtship in any way? Like, do you think you were attracted to him because of his style and it like, did no, that play a part no. at all? When Jesse and I met, he had a horrible style, like the worst style And I've that didn't ever. put you off? No, because I truly like look deeper than that. So no, it didn't. And then hmm. I was like, oh, this is the perfect opportunity for me to just style him however I want to style him. <laughs> Very smart woman. Yeah. Because he's such a wonderful man. And yet the pack, like when I met him, the package was not as wonderful as the man. And, and when I say the package, I mean like the... <laughs> yeah. No, I don't Very mean that. good. You're I, joking. I mean like you. the, the wardrobe package, you know. Um, <laughs> so... I, I was She's blushing really hard. So right I mean, like maybe other people wouldn't like him because of that, but I was like, this is a wonderful, wonderful man. Like I'm, hmm. the style means nothing. Yeah. That's so interesting. How about you and Carrie? It was all about the style. No, I, I mean, I'm a very visual person. I, I, when you talk, all I see is visuals and, or when I talk, I see visuals. I, it's just how my brain works. Mm-hmm. And so visuals are, I have a um, gut reaction to colors and people and styles and everything. So when I see someone who I really am drawn towards the way they dress, that's a part of my relationship with them. And it does make a difference for sure. How was Car- what was Carrie wearing the first day you met him? He was wearing, I cannot believe I remember this, but he was wearing these quirky little round glasses, mm. which were super kind of Does funky. he need glasses? Oh, yeah. Oh, they weren't oh, yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> Jenna, please tell me I'm not the only one. <gasps> no, they, he definitely needed them. And so he was wearing these cute little quirky round glasses. Um, you know that sexy nerd kind of look? Yes, that I was do. In back then? I'm into that. <laughs> right. Okay. So that's what he was rocking at that time. And then he was wearing a vintage Mickey Mouse t-shirt, but the Mickey Mouse was a skeleton. Like it was a bit dark, um, but you could tell it was kind of like worn and a bit vintagey. Of course. Of course. And then just blue jeans tailored, the tailored leg, which is very important for me. And then, I don't know, some, some like kind of sneakers. Mm-hmm. But what... What I, were you wearing? Uh, I think I just done a hike in Hollywood somewhere. So I was in my... Good thing he wasn't judging. My attire. No, but I probably had like a funky workout attire. Probably. Anyway, the my point is at the risk of sounding superficial, but knowing that there's so much more underneath that, there's an energy and a resonance that you're actually looking for when you're moving towards a partner. It definitely affected, yeah, like style in a guy when I was dating had the capacity to turn me on or off mm-hmm. to, to be like, yeah, I want that first date or I don't. Mm-hmm. Even down to like shoes really bother me as well. If the shape of the jeans, the shoes are off, it's not that See, that none person. Of that, that, none of that no, no, but, to me. No, but listen to this. It's, it's not that that person's not cool. It's not that. It's that there's a part of them that doesn't 
um, care about fashion or there's a part of them that isn't quite on the pulse of what's in. I, I, I find that, and I mean, this is just my perspective. I could be totally wrong, but I find that it's not really about the style. It's, it represents more than that. It represents what's important to them, what's mm-hmm. not, what they think is cool, their mm-hmm. ideas, um, you know, just who they are. It's an extension of who they are as a person. And for me, I wanted someone who um, was intentional about what expressing they who they were and who was, was on the same page as me when it came down to their ideas and all of that stuff. So so interesting because it's like when I'm hearing you say that, I'm thinking like if Jesse had been like super styled with like really cool style, like when I met him, how would that affect like mm. how I thought? Honestly, I... I think that would be a turnoff to me. Why? Because I would think, oh, this guy is like slick. He knows like what he's supposed to wear. He knows the formula. Like it's, I would feel like he could pull the wool over my eyes a little See? bit. See, so style does yeah. matter to you. And it like, you're Jesse, just flipping who, the script. On yeah. That. And so for, for like, it feels safe to me, like a guy who doesn't really care about style. Like, cause I feel like he's not going to like look for that or See? care about that or anything. Isn't that interesting? Yeah. So it, it, it didn't activate your insecurity. Yeah seeing that Jesse didn't put any importance on peacocking. Yeah, really. what he really cared about was like honestly intellectual stuff, you know, because he was he was in law school, he went to Berkeley, he was a philosophy major, like he loved traveling. Those were the things where I was like attracted to him, you know? But then why did you tweak his style once you were together with him? Yeah, because it's like, why not? It's fun. But are you more attracted to him when he's wearing like a cool outfit than if he's just slapping on some... PJs? Yeah, sure. Yeah, sure. But it's very like refreshing to know that I'm the one picking that style. So it's like, it's just all about me. It's not about him trying to like attract anyone else. No, no, no. But nevertheless, it affects the way you view him. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you're, you're... Because it's not that important to me. Yeah, but still it's an aspect. You want to feel attracted to your partner. Yeah, well, you... I'm, I'm attracted to him, like regardless of what he wears. Like, But it is important for you, for him to be in clothes that you pick that make you feel like, yeah, that's my man. I'm proud of him. He's got cool style. Like we're on the same page or whatever. Sure. But like with the whole norm core, like guys, I feel like people could really dress like any way now and it just doesn't matter. But that's my whole, because I don't care that much, you know, hmm. like I care a little, but I just, I don't care that much about that. Okay. That's good. Yeah. That's amazing. That's refreshing. Uh, I guess the point I just wanted to get across is that there is power behind being intentional with your clothes and that they really do have the capacity to affect more in your world than just how you're feeling. Totally. They extend themselves and they can evoke certain parts of yourselves that may be dormant or they can help you express like feelings or... yeah. It, it, I, th- I think can... to me, like the biggest thing about your clothes is how y- it makes you feel about yourself. Yes. You know, that can then change because your life. That is everything. That's yeah. the vibration you're I feeling, totally agree. The, the vibration you're holding, the vibration you're putting out. So yeah, that's I, the power. Okay, great. So let's talk about how we can get the killer wardrobe that we love without breaking the budget. Yeah. Cause that's a big reality thing. Like, sure. I could be spending thousands of dollars a week on the wardrobe I really like, but mm-hmm. we have to kind of pull in the beast. So I have some great ideas. We could do a clothing swap with girlfriends mm-hmm. over tea mm-hmm. and cookies. I'll do a clothing swap See how good is that? Because you're 
the piece in your wardrobe that you're kind of over, other, someone else could just be moving into that kind of feeling, mm-hmm. exploring that part of themselves and be like, I want that so bad mm-hmm. and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. clothing swap, um, signing up for sales at your favorite stores. <laughs> it's a really obvious one, but it helps. I kind of only shop when things are on sale. Totally. I'm waiting for a sale to get a rug that I want. <laughs> mm-hmm. What does the rug look like? You know what it looks like. Which one? The one from CB2. Oh, CB2? Oh, that because it's vibrant, full, it's beautiful full price right now. One. And I'm just waiting for it to go on oh, yeah, sale. that'll happen. Smart. Yeah, okay, good. Probably after Christmas. Good. Um, I'm also a really good advocate for, um, I mean, I love thrift stores. I love just hunting through thrift stores looking for that unique gem that's hidden in there. And I also like supporting secondhand, like the recycling of clothes. Yeah, that's good. Um, consignment stores and oh, this is a really good one. All of the clothes you chuck out from your wardrobe sweep, the clothes that you don't resonate with anymore, you sell them. I'm sure there are really great apps. Next door app. You had luck with that, but that was for furniture, but maybe they've got clothes as well. They probably do. I'm going to actually look for an app that's really good with secondhand clothes and all the money I earn from the clothes I'm chucking, I can invest into my new wardrobe. Yep. Great. Okay. Any more points on that? No, I think that's good. Okay. Amazing. So do you have a challenge for our listeners? Um, Yes. Okay. So here's a challenge. Make a list of personal personality attributes that make up the real you. Does your style reflect these? Do a wardrobe sweep and chuck out anything that does not light you up. Yes. So good. That'll change your days. Yeah. If it's not a hell yes, then it's a no. (laughs) That's our motto. Okay, great. And leave us a comment. If tell us about Leave what us works a comment. for you. <laughs> I love comments. I just hang out for them all day. I think sometimes Jenna has an alias and she jumps in there and just leaves me a comment just because she knows I get so excited. Well, I mean, sometimes I just do it under my real name. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Oh, I'm so sad. Okay. So also if you guys like today's episode, please leave us a five-star review on iTunes. iTunes. We really appreciate it. And you're really contributing to just our growth and our mission here. And also thank you for being part of our community. Thank you for being curious and wanting to look deeper and heal yourself through your wardrobe because it's possible and it makes a difference. Boom. Yep. Have a beautiful week and we will feel you with us next time. See you soon. Ta-ta. TTFN. Visit our website, themotherlovingfuture.com for more information. And please leave us a five-star review on iTunes if you like what you hear. We read every single review and comment, and we are so grateful for your support. See you next week.